Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Wednesday Night Prayer Meeting, a podcast about the history of jazz told from the perspective of someone who's been piecing it together one record at a time over the course of 20-odd years digging through record bins. From Remote Beach, California, I'm your host, Frank, and that was Five Spot from the album Curtis Fuller and Hampton Hawes with French Horns, with Fuller on trombone, Teddy Charles on piano, Sahib Shahab on alto, David Amran and Julius Watkins on French horns, Addison Farmer on bass, and Jerry Siegel on drums. Rather than focusing on a single artist, as I often do on this podcast, this week I'd like to focus instead on an instrument, the trombone, and share with you some music by a few people who I think make great music with it. Trombone is a pretty unique instrument. It sounds in a pretty low register, and in early New Orleans jazz it would often be used as a foundational bass instrument. It also operates with a slide rather than valves like most brass instruments, so it's capable of producing some interesting vibrato effects and sliding notes. I'll get back to playing some more Curtis Fuller later on in the episode, but I'd like to start off with some music by another great trombonist, Jimmy Nepper. Nepper was born in Los Angeles in 1927, and he was playing music professionally by the time he was a teenager. In the late 50s and 60s, he was a member of Charles Mingus's legendary bands, and I'll be playing one of my favorite tracks he cut in that setting. But to start off, I'll be playing one of his beautiful ballads, a song called Noche Triste. Enjoy. Thank 
that was Jelly Roll from the album Ah Um by Charles Mingus with, of course, Mingus on bass, John Handy and Shoppy Hottie on alto sax, Booker Irvin on tenor, Jimmy Nepper on trombone, Horace Parlin on piano, and Danny Richmond on drums. Mingus, as a composer, was a masterful user of the trombone, drawing on virtually the entire history of jazz to inspire his players in their collective improvisation. He also, unfortunately, had a tendency to have violent outbursts, and according to the stories of old jazz men, Nepper was twice the victim of Mingus's temper. One of the incidents was so bad that Mingus broke one of Nepper's teeth and put him out of commission playing trombone for a while. Before that was Idol of the Flies from the album of the same name by Jimmy Nepper with Nepper on trombone, Gene Quill on alto, Bill Evans on piano, Teddy Kotick on bass, and Danny Richmond on drums. And starting that set off was Noche Triste from the album Cunning Bird by Jimmy Nepper with Nepper on trombone, Al Cohn on tenor, Roland Hanna on piano, George Mraz on bass, and Danny Richmond on drums. Up next, I'd like to get back to playing some tracks by the trombonist I started the program with, Curtis Fuller. Fuller was born in Detroit in 1934 and grew up in an orphanage after his parents died when he was very young. Nonetheless, growing up in Detroit, he wound up meeting Milt Jackson, Paul Chambers, Donald Byrd, and many others who went on to become huge names in the bebop scene, and he wound up playing on dozens of classic albums by nearly every big name in jazz. This first song is from one of his own albums, and it's called But Beautiful. Enjoy.
Notice from the album Blue Train by John Coltrane, featuring one of the larger groups he recorded with. Uh, Train, of course, on tenor, Lee Morgan on trumpet, Curtis Fuller on trombone, Kenny Drew on piano, Paul Chambers on bass, and the great Philly Joe Jones on drums. Before that was It's Too Late Now from the album Curtis Fuller Volume 3 with Fuller on trombone, Art Farmer on trumpet, Sonny Clark on piano, George Tucker on bass, and Lewis Haynes on drums. And starting that set off was But Beautiful from the album Boss of the Soul Stream Trombone with an all-star group featuring Curtis Fuller on trombone, Freddie Hubbard on trumpet, Yusef Latif on tenor, Walter Bishop Jr. on piano, Buddy Catlett on bass, and Stu Martin on drums. The last trombonist I'd like to play a few songs by for this episode is Julian Priester. Priester was born in Chicago in 1935 and got started playing with blues and R&B groups before branching out into jazz. He recorded an incredible string of albums in the 50s and 60s on Abby Lincoln's early albums, Booker Little's albums, Max Roach's albums, Sun Ra's albums. In a certain avant-garde leaning scene, Preacher was the go-to trombonist. This first cut I'm going to play for you is one of his more straight-ahead cuts, a standard called It Might As Well Be Spring. Enjoy.
that was Another Valley from the album It's Time by Max Roach with Roach on drums, Richard Williams on trumpet, Julian Priester on trombone, Clifford Jordan on tenor, Mal Waldron on piano, the great Art Davis on bass, and the unusual addition of a vocal choir conducted by Coleridge Taylor Perkinson. Before that was Polarization, an overdubbed solo performance by Julian Priester from the album of the same name, and starting that set off was It Might As Well Be Spring from the album Spiritsville by Julian Priester with Priester on trombone, McCoy Tyner on piano, Sam Jones on bass, and R. Taylor on drums. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to make any requests or have any questions, you can call the Wednesday Night Prayer Meeting Hotline at area code 424-704-1666 and leave a message or email wnpmpod at gmail.com. The long piece for tonight is going to feature a trombonist I did an episode on last year, the incredible Grisham Akur III. The song is called Ghost Town. It's from the album One Step Beyond by Jackie McLean, with Jackie on alto, Grisham Akur III on trombone, Bobby Hutcherson on vibes, Eddie Kahn on bass, and Tony Williams on drums. Thanks for listening and enjoy.
Thank you.